Welcome to the Patricia Raskin Show, the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions. And now, the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio. Here's your host, Patricia Raskin. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome. Welcome to the Patricia Raskin Show on voiceamerica.com, America's Voice. We are now in our 15th year on this network, and it's very exciting. I was one of the pioneers in Internet radio, uh, and this network started in 1999, and I came on in 2002. And now, from, I think, 20 shows, there are now 300 shows on the network. So it's um, really there for people to be empowered and encouraged and turn problems into solutions. And that's what I try to do in my work every day. So today we have uh, just a great topic, incredible authors. My authors are, my guests are Mark and Angel Chernoff, and they're the creators of the Mark and Angel Hack Life which is a blog and a, and a major blog. The name of their new book is Getting Back to Happy. Change your thoughts, change your reality, and turn your trials into triumphs. And I want to tell you about them. Mark and Angel Chernoff are the creators of the Mark and Angel Hack Life, which was recognized by Forbes as one of the most popular personal development blogs. Through their writing, coaching, and live events, They've spent the last decade sharing proven strategies for getting unstuck in order to find lasting happiness and success. Welcome, Mark and Angel. Thank you so much. We're so happy to be here. Yes, thank you, Patricia. Oh, good. All right. So tell us, um, what is the single most important thing that you think someone should do if they really want to... Get back to happy, you know, just in the very beginning, like kickstart that journey to getting back to happy when everything kind of looks bleak and dark. Well, I mean, I think you want to start where it's easiest and sometimes where it's easiest is a bit of a quick day. Um, But, you know, gratitude is something that we talk about and so seldom practice, right? Um, I mean, it gets thrown around so much and yet how often does the average person sit down at the end of the day? And rather than trying to think about the big things, just focus on maybe three or four small wins of the day. You know, I made it home safely from work today. I have a spouse who loves me, or I was able to put this warm plate of food on my, on my uh, dinner table. It's little right. things like that, especially when times are tough, right? Or when times are stressful, um, when life is getting the best of us, pausing just for, you know, 60 seconds every evening and thinking about those little things can really make a world of difference when it's done consistently. Mm-hmm. And that's really the key is, is making that a daily ritual, something that is a non-negotiable, something that is as common as brushing your teeth before you go to bed. And, um, is, and is that, okay, is that because that will start to program your mind to think about what's good in your life instead of what isn't? Absolutely. Absolutely. Where what we focus on, we see more of in our life. So, you know, it, it's easy for us to point out what's wrong or what's bad or, or what didn't meet our expectations. But if you're in, intentional in sitting down every evening and saying, okay, these things went well today, well, after you're doing that for a week, two weeks, now you're going to see more of those things throughout the day because now you know you're intentionally focusing on those things. You begin to identify with them, right? The, the actual practice of doing that, you begin to identify with. And the things that you're seeing, you see more often, of course, because, again, you're being intentional. And so, yeah, they right. start to identify with things, too. And that makes, right. you know, your, your general level of awareness and, and wellness goes mm. up because of it. 
So let me give you, let me ask you a question, both of you, and, and give an example of how you would turn, I'm going to say three major things that people often have issues with. So they're, they're having a financial issue and they're looking at a balance sheet that looks negative. Okay. Or second one, they just found out they had a bad test result, uh, you know, in, in a health test and they may have an illness. Okay. Another one, they had a relationship that was long-term. And now it's ending. So you look at those things and the first part is, oh my God, the balance sheet. Oh my God, the negative test. Oh my God, this person's no longer in my life and what am I going to do? How do you begin to take that and see something good when what's in front of you in black and white is not? Give us an example Mm -hmm. of how you turn those around. I think the first step is acceptance. Um, It's really not resisting the, the results are not questioning how you got here or why or what could I have done differently. It's understanding that this, this is true in this moment. Like you said, it's black and white. So this is where, this is your starting point now. And so not resisting it, not trying to um, ask yourself all those questions because Many times when we're asking ourselves questions like, how did I get here? Why is it this way? This isn't how it should be. Then right. those are, those, those right. are the, you're not going to like the answers that you're going to get if you can even right. pinpoint the answer, right? So I think acceptance is definitely the first step in saying, okay, this is where I'm at right now. Now what can I do to move forward from here? Mm-hmm. Yeah, what are the small things? And it's not the big things. It goes back to the little things again, right, is, you know, when you're in a, in, a, in a circumstance, especially a dire circumstance, like a test result, it did not, you know, pan out the way you wanted it to. Um, when, you know, life and death is, is part of the equation. When you lose somebody you love, whether it's to, through divorce or whether it's through death, um, you know, those are, right, those are circumstances exactly that are black, very black and white. And, and accepting that, like, the reality of that result in your life is, is heart-wrenching, to say the least. So how do you mm-hmm. get to acceptance? I mean, there are many ways of getting there. Um, you know, practicing like little things like meditation and stuff can help you become more present, bringing your focus into the present moment. Um, but you still have to be able to deal with those negative emotions, right, mm-hmm. that are naturally mm-hmm. going to arise in right. those circumstances. And so for something like that, you do have to dig deeper and you have to do some hard work. Um, it is not, a, there's no quick fix to the way you're, you're going to feel coming out of a situation like that. But something like self-inquiry, for example, where you might actually journal rather than try to fix your 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 negative feelings and your emotions in the heat of the moment, you're just literally journaling about them. You're literally trying to get them out of your head and down in a safe place. No judgments, no fixes in the heat of the moment. But then giving yourself the space to feel that and then going back later when you're feeling a little bit better, maybe on a Saturday morning when you have a little like space to breathe and a little time to dedicate to self-care and going back and, and, and sorting through those thoughts that you had recorded throughout the week. So, I mean, going back to Angel's point on it being true, right? Like, so, the mm-hmm. specific thought in your head, you have to ask yourself, like, is this all that's true mm-hmm. about my life mm-hmm. and my situation? And, right. and I would say this, in, the, in those three examples, what often gets the best of us is trying to predict what's going to happen in the future, right? Like, now I'm going to die in 30 days or mm-hmm. I'm going to be homeless in right. two months. It's, but right. all of a sudden, it's 
have this news, and it's not necessarily the news that brings us down, but it's the idea that now all of a sudden your mind goes crazy thinking about the future and trying to predict it. But you have to accept where you are right now and the knowledge that you know right now, because when you get your those test results, well, oftentimes there's multiple steps, right? There's multiple appointments that now, okay, well, let's see how far it's spread. Let's do some more tests. Let's do a biopsy. Right. Like You don't know everything with those first results. So Mark, Mark's talking about this self-inquiry process, and it's writing down these thoughts that are all of a sudden getting the best of you. And, and those thoughts may be, oh my gosh, I'm going to be homeless in 30 days. And, and asking yourself a series of questions, the first one being, is this all that is true? Is it true that I'm going to be homeless? Can it be proven that I'm going to be yeah, homeless? Yeah, can it be proven that I'm going to be homeless? Because, again, oftentimes our mind gets the best of us. And mm-hmm. all, all of our stories first start mm-hmm. in our head, and then we start to see those. And so the second question with the self-inquiry process is, you know, when I think this thought, how does it make me feel? How does it make me behave? How does it make right. me treat myself and others, right? and start drilling down, like, what does that thought and that emotion in my body under any circumstances, not just these dire circumstances, but even if the situation was good, like, well, how would I behave and hold myself with that kind of thought in my head? Mm-hmm. And then the, yeah. the third question is, if you could never think that thought again, what else would you see? Like, so you get these test results, and if you could remove the thought that, I'm going to die soon or I, I, you know, I'm on my deathbed right now and this is the worst thing that could ever happen to me. There is no me. hope. Yeah, right? there is no hope. If you could remove that thought altogether and now look at the situation with a fresh set of eyes, not mm-hmm. thinking those thoughts, mm-hmm. what else would you see? Mm-hmm. What other opportunities might open up? And it doesn't yeah. mean the story's not true, right? And that's something that's very important. A lot of times when we're dealing with very difficult situations, the story is true. So it's, it's not that this, the whole story is false, but the pieces of it, our emotion gets, you know, gets really, really tangled up in the story and it yeah. starts to catastrophize it or it starts to focus on only the negative part, right? It, it has this tunnel vision and says, well, the test result wasn't what I wanted, so now that's the end, right? When that's not right. the case, there's, there's more to the story. When we can, we can broaden our focus and look at what's in the periphery, it gives us an opportunity to better manage and cope with a reality that we didn't like. This is really strong. I have to tell you, it's very powerful. All of this, everything you're saying, I mean, it's very powerful. It's not easy to go through. But as you said, if you don't do these things, Mark and Angel, then I think you're going to go down a rabbit hole that you may not get out of. Absolutely. And, you know, the what you focus on, you see more of. It goes both ways. It goes, you know, down the, the rabbit hole, like you said, the negativity or the positive. So it's like right. sometimes we get tunnel vision and we're just focusing on the, this one thing when there's so much more to the story and there's so much more in the periphery. And that's why you have those two tools, right? And they really work at opposite ends of the spectrum, right? You have literally sitting down and forcing yourself consistently to think about the three or four small wins of the day, the silver linings despite your circumstances. And then on the opposite mm-hmm. end of the spectrum, you're, you say, okay, there is something that terrible that's happening here to me. I'm not going to bypass these feelings or sweep them under the rug. I'm going to address them. And I'm going to use something like self-inquiry where I'm going I'm to pretty much do the opposite of gratitude journaling. I'm going to take a focused and mindful look at what's going on in my head and heart during those stressful moments, during those moments where I'm literally falling apart emotionally. And I'm just going to, record them and then go back later when I have a little bit more space and time to breathe and Mm -hmm. take a look at them logically so that I can sort through them and get 
a better understanding and awareness of what's going on in my head mm-hmm. and heart so mm-hmm. that I can better cope, right? So you're Wonderful. arming yourself on both opposite yeah. ends of the spectrum, yeah. and it's, it's those, two, those two points that will allow you to handle the middle ground. Right. Looking at, you know, all those negative feelings, getting them out on paper, and then looking at what those small things are that you're grateful for, so that you, you're, you're almost attacking both ends, as you just said. Yeah. Yeah, powerful, powerful. All right, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're talking to Mark and Angel Chernoff. Amazing. Their book is Getting Back to Happy, Change Your Thoughts, Change Your Reality, and Turn Your Trials into Triumphs. Mark and Angel, how can people get your book? Oh, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, pretty much wherever books are sold in the U.S. and Canada. Okay. And I believe also on the uh, Amazon UK as well. And they can log on to Mark, M-A-R-C, and A-N-D, Angel, A-N-G-E-L, dot com, which is powerful. Now, when we come back, I'm going to talk to Mark and Angel about mindfulness, about letting go of toxic relationships and bad habits, about self-care. And they have also have five life-changing truths that most people are too scared to admit. What are they? Going to talk about that. And stay tuned, folks. You're listening to The Patricia Raskin Show. I'm Patricia Raskin, and I've gone back to the beginning title of my show, which is Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show, because that's what this is all about. And I I feel very privileged and honored to bring on such amazing experts that can really help us move through those obstacles and those challenges and make them into opportunities. Stay tuned. You're listening to the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show on voiceamerica.com, America's Voice. Also, tune in on Saturdays at 3 p.m., particularly for my WPRO listeners. Uh, The show is rebroadcast on the Health and Wellness channel there. This is also on iTunes and Stitcher. And there's an app, so you can listen to on the app, which is Voice America Talk Radio. We'll be right back. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Psych Up Live with host Dr. Suzanne Phillips is an insider's glimpse at a life from a psychological perspective. It's a look at what matters to us. Why do we laugh? How do we cope with stress? Are men and women really that different? What is it about our relationships? How are they formed? How they work out? And why they sometimes don't? Every week is something new to engage you. Psych Up Live is heard every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll turn up your perspective on life. Have you found the beauty inside of you? Join Bonnie Bonadeo each week for Beauty Inside and Out. We'll explain how beauty plays a part in everybody's lives. Our guests are makeup artists, hairdressers, and doctors. But we'll also feature holistic and wellness specialists and spiritual advisors. You can find that beauty inside and express it to its fullest on the outside. Tune in to Beauty Inside and Out every Thursday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. What's your coffee story? The one that defines who you truly are in a relaxing setting. It's where you share your memories, plan for the future, and talk about the now. My favorite coffee story is here with host Aniko Samoji. We invite you to listen in and share your coffee stories too. Bring your friends or just stop by as we talk about coffee and the inspiring stories that touch our lives every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. 
Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You are listening to The Patricia Raskin Show. If you wish to call into our program today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That number again is 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Patricia at PatriciaRaskin.com. Now, back to The Patricia Raskin Show. Hi, everyone, and we are back. We are talking to Mark and Angel Chernoff. And they are the creators of the Mark and Angel Hack Life, which is a, a, an award-winning blog. Their book is Getting Back to Happy. Change your thoughts, change your reality, and turn your trials into triumphs. All right. Before I ask you those other questions, you know, one of the things you talk about in your book is that you hit rock bottom as a couple. So what I want to know is not only how did you get through the dark times, but how did you get through the dark times and maintain your love relationship? Because sometimes what happens with couples when they go through things, they don't make it together. How did you make that happen and come out stronger and more together? I'll tell you, that was tough because um, there was a period of time when we were dealing with loss and financial struggle that even though you know it seemed as though we had each other, we didn't have each other because what happens in those moments typically is you, you end up withdrawing, you know, withdrawing from the people you yes. love the most, yes. who need you the most. And so there was a period of it was like a year where we were living under a roof um, and yet communicating very little. And when we were communicating, it wasn't mm-hmm. the best communication, to say the least. Um, and so we were at that point, right, where it was drastically affecting our ability to love each other and our ability to be a married couple. And so what saved us, believe it or not, is rituals. Um, and that's why yeah. it's the baseline of our book on happiness and where it started. I'll just give you a little taste is we, you know, after, after seeking therapy, after kind of trying to say, okay, like we're in a, we're in a place now where we're beyond mourning. Um, we're beyond the healthy uh, part of mourning. We're, we're, we're kind of bypassing in, in the denial phase where we're not addressing mm-hmm. the issues that we're, we're struggling with individually mm-hmm. and as a couple. Um, we need to, we need to break out of the routine, right? We need to break the cycle. And so the first ritual that we implemented was as small and as simple as making a pact to leave the house every single day at the same time and walk together for a mile down the boardwalk to sit on this little green space. We were living out in San Diego at the time. There was this little green space on sail bay and we would just sit there, not talking, but just literally make, make a pact to walk together to this place and be in the same space together. And we did that for several months before we started having conversations um, and, and, and before we started actually bringing personal development books with us, which is, believe it or not, where the blog was born from. Uh, the blog was actually, the, it was born out of being, to, to be a, kind of a, a public accountability journal for the things that we were learning and wanted to hold ourselves accountable to, um, to push through that time in our lives. And we actually used it as a place where we could write individually and then share with each other. Of course, we were doing so publicly to hold ourselves accountable to the things we were learning. But it really started yes. with a ritual, leaving the house and then bringing these books with us eventually several months later and then starting mm-hmm. the blog to hold ourselves accountable. So it was kind of like stacking one little thing do on you, top of another, um, you, which do, ultimately saved it. Do you think that having the blog, Mark and Angel, you know, where you said you became public and you started letting people know, do you think that was also healing for you and helped? 
Absolutely. I mean, it was a place to hold each other accountable. I mean, at first, it wasn't, you know, a place where we thought readers were going to, you know, people were going to be following us. It was more for a place for each other to write down what we were learning and how we were implementing what we were going through and what we were learning for each other. And so absolutely, I think getting that out of your head and holding, having somebody else hold you accountable so that you're making progress and doing what you're saying you're going to do. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Right. The, the distilling something out of your head and, and right. putting it down in black and white in and of itself. I mean, it's one of the reasons journaling right. can be so therapeutic and, and productive is that you're really kind of like you have now a place to reference because, you know, the best lessons yeah. we learn in life are those that we learn again and again. And when you're in a, and you're in a tough situation, when you're facing depression and anxiety and, 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 and grief, I mean, there's things that intellectually, you know. Right. But on, on those moments where like life is getting the best of you, all of that goes out of your head. So having a yeah. place to reference yeah. and hold yourself accountable to in black and white is amazingly helpful. Yes, very much. I find that with my radio show because I interview people like yourselves all the time. And so, you know, if I'm going through something, I'm that now I've got the expert in front of me. I'm helping thousands of people, but I've also got the expert and it's so helpful to me. So, you know, there, there's a oh, saying, um, yeah, there, I always say that, that my motto is from the book, Richard Bach, who wrote the book Illusions. And there was a, a seagull in the book by the name of Jonathan Livingston Seagull. And his quote is, you teach others what you need to learn most for yourself. And that's just what I've always done. And it does help. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I completely agree with you. I mean, and many yeah. of the topics that we write about are things that we're researching for ourselves that we're yeah. distilling out there. Yeah. So, yeah, I couldn't yeah. agree more. Yeah. I don't think you yeah. ever get above this stuff, too. That's kind of an important lesson to learn. I mean, yes. something maybe you want to yeah. like, but there's never a point in our lives where we're going to be above personal development and self-growth where, like, these, these yeah. tools and strategies yeah. are going to somehow, like, come easy to us like we're always going to have to practice them we're always going to have to work at being our best selves so when those moments come up come up that blindside us we're better able to cope you know um so yeah talking about it being open being transparent being willing to be vulnerable telling your story sharing listening to others who are going through the same yeah incredible Mm -hmm. growth is is, is there Wonderful. All right. You share five five life-changing foods that most people are too scared to admit what are they Oh, we got a bunch. Um, so I would say I, we actually do not have the book right in front of me, so I'll go right off the top of my head. Um, well, one I've got of, the book in front of me, Mark, if you want me to say what they are, if I can find them. You can. I mean, I, we talk about a lot of truth, um, but if you want to go specific to those, I can definitely talk to them, and Angel can as well. Okay. Go ahead. Just a so, few. I mean, Just give us a few that you think are yeah, important. Yeah, one of them is the vast majority of the, of the things that we go through, right, which we sort of already have touched on, are self-created, right? Like the vast majority of our stress um, comes not from the circumstances themselves, but from our reaction and at the, yeah. our, our, you know, means of internalizing that circumstance. And that when we can get a hold of how we are internalizing it and how mm. we are addressing the circumstance – we are then better able to address it and cope. And it does not, again, mean that, that this, this thing is, is not true. It doesn't mean that it's, it's an easy thing to deal with. But we have to get better about managing how we're dealing with the reality in front of us so that we can put our best foot forward or our best mindset into it, which gives us the ability to say, okay, you know, this isn't the end. This is a new beginning. This is a change. It's maybe not a change I wanted, but there are things that I can do here 
to leverage this in the most effective way possible. Mm-hmm. Mark, how and, and Angel, how important is taking care of your health, exercising, eating right? How important is that? The, the way you feel in your mind, your mind and your body are, are very connected. Um, so I think it's extremely important to have self-care and self-love and to feel good in your body and in your mind. And so I, I think they're interchangeable, the two, so they definitely work together. So yes, you know, getting outside, going for walks, um, taking some time to spend with yourself, to sit quietly, to read something inspirational, to go over your thoughts, some of the things that are causing you a little stress and anxiety to do that self-inquiry process. Yes, I would definitely say mind and body go hand in hand. Yeah, and sometimes like, you know, I think the exercises, we, you know, again, it's, it's such a simple thing. It's, it gets talked about so often, oh, you know, exercising is going to make you feel better. And yet how often are we consistent with it? And what we need to realize is beyond your just daily exercise and just saying, oh, I want to stay in shape, is it really does help your mind better manage those difficult moments, the moments yes. that, that blinds you, those unexpected tragedies. Yeah. And, and one of the reasons that is, is that, you, you know, you, when, when you work out, you exercise a level of control over what you're, you know, you're only going to go as far as you want to go, right? You're, and, and, and when you start pushing yourself and realizing that you can push yourself in the physical world, realizing that, you know, you, you do have some control over your domain here. Right. It gives you, right. you know, not only yes, is it, it working does. your body, but also working your mind and giving you kind mm-hmm. of this feedback of like, yeah. wow, I do have yeah. some control over myself. Absolutely. And doing that consistently over time inherently and subconsciously get, makes you realize, you know what? Even when my, you know, intellectual and emotional life is not going well, there is control that I have over that as well. And that's, exactly. I that's find that. All right. We have about yeah. two minutes left. So I, I want to close. Give us your closing thoughts. What do you want to leave our listeners with? I mean, in terms of just the most important message you can leave them with. I would say too often we overestimate the importance of one big moment in our lives and we underestimate the value of making good decisions on a daily basis consistently. And that when we can make those good decisions consistently and we can invest in ourselves and make ourselves a priority consistently, that's where the magic happens through thick and thin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. How you Angel, your, go ahead. I would say how, along the same lines, how you spend your days is how you spend your life. And so what are you doing daily? Like Mark said, it's not, it's not the one big decision, but it's the good decisions that you're making daily. All right. Thank you so much, both of you. It was really inspirational and so helpful. The book is Getting Back to Happy, Change Your Thoughts, Change Your Reality, and Turn Your Trials into Triumphs by Mark and Angel Chernoff, husband and wife team. And you can log on to their website, Mark, M-A-R-C, and A-N-D, Angel, A-N-G-E-L.com. And they have a wonderful blog as well. Thanks so much, Mark and Angel. Thank you very much. Thank you, Patricia. Thank you. Good, good. Stay on the line for a minute. All right, folks, that wraps up this first interview. Stay tuned. We have a whole new new interview coming up right right now and next, right here on VoiceAmerica.com, America's Voice. I'm Patricia Raskin. Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of The Patricia Raskin Show. Be sure to join Patricia Raskin and another amazing guest next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have an outstanding week.